Hi, welcome to another episode of Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of this podcast. I'm Kyra. I'm Shay. Shay. Yeah, it's us again. Thanks for coming back. Appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we we are here. We're we're doing well, I think. Are we good? Are we doing well? No, we're good. We're good. We're doing well, yeah. So, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm kind of tired. I have to wake up early. So not class. well. Well, I'm still doing well. I mean, I, <laughs> today was kind of like chaotic, but it's calmed down a bit. What happened? Woke up early, ate breakfast, walked the dogs like I always do, but I forgot my key inside the house, so I had to jump the fence and like go going through the backyard. But it's cool. It's cool. With the dogs? No, I left them outside, and then then I opened the door for them. Okay. What I can just you? imagine you throwing them over the fence. <laughs> I thought about <laughs> it, but I was like, nah, that would traumatize them. Eh, they'll fine. They'll get over it. Um, I'm doing really well. I got accepted to a grad school program today. So Ooh. I'm going back to school for child and adolescent psychology. Um, well, counseling. And, um, yeah, a lot of people need it. And I think if a lot of people, <laughs> honestly, I think we'd go out of business if a lot of people we were talking about had child and adolescent psychologists. <laughs> they, we would go out of business. We wouldn't have anything to talk about. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Um, that's going to start in the fall. And, nice. um, yeah, I'm going to one of the best schools in the country, Northeastern Good. University. I was everybody thought I was crazy it's the only school I applied to and it's like a six percent acceptance rate and I was like I like the school this is the only one I like so I'm gonna apply here and everybody was like well not you don't like anything else like no nothing and I was like yeah if I get in I get in and I got in so yeah trust the process you know trust the process always trust the process always I don't I don't think there's any like new current events or anything like that. No, neither do I. I don't think so. I haven't seen anything at least. It's been a it's been a boring couple weeks. Um Yes. We're recording on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Will you be my Valentine? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was expecting you to say no. Because <laughs> your your boyfriend's the only person you love nowadays, so Wow, not true, not true. Not true. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um <laughs> so do you have a ice an icebreaker today? Have you thought of No, one? I thought I, I was gonna ask an all time book question, but I was like, why bother? Let's just jump into the episode. Oh yeah, so today is um well you can read the title. That's why you came, right? I hope so. <laughs> um so this week we're going to be talking about Alta Blow and we will be talking about them for the next two episodes. So if you're yeah. excited about it, awesome. If you're not excited about it, see you in three episodes. Yeah. Um, Still but, like what, a month? <laughs> yeah. And we're actually going to put these out back to back, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. We never do that, but I think we will because they're so tied to each other. We probably yes. just will. Um but yeah, I am super excited about it. This is like going to be a trip down memory lane. I wrote these mm-hmm. I wrote these notes down so easily from memory. Yeah, like, it took you like, what, five minutes? You were like, I updated the notes. And I was like, what? And it's like all detailed. And I was like, damn. It's so detailed. I was like, dude, I think one of the bullet points I wrote was I can... I can do this from mem- I can do this shit from memory, Shay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I wrote in there. Um, but yeah, um, I guess what I guess we should do an all-time low related icebreaker just because yeah. why not? Um, hmm. what's your favorite song? Just one. I don't know. I, I, okay, I'll say do, wait, do like I'll a say top wait three. List. I'll say wait, wait, wait list? List. Yes. Of all? I don't know them? why. Yes. It's it's so catchy. I don't know. I just like listening to it while I drive. Okay. Um, what about you? I think my favorite one is Paint, Paint You Wings. Okay, that one's good. Or one's Canals good. or Outlines. Or 
Oh, Outlines. Outlines is good. Um, yeah, I I played back my vinyls. I had a day maybe last <laughs> week where I just played all my all-time low mm-hmm. vinyls. And I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I see I see why I was obsessed. I I I I get it. It was good. They they had a good run. And yeah, they did. Um, we we they really did. And I can't lie. Um and we have I have the credentials to prove it also um <laughs> in the notes as well. But um yeah, I I love Don't Panic. You like which one's your favorite album? I'll have to say Don't Panic as well, but um Put Up or Shut Up is also up there but shut don't up panic. Good. the party don't scene's panic. good too the party scene is top tier the party the party scene's good i listened i listened to that again as an adult and i was like mm-hmm. these niggas were 15 16 yeah. they they did not want to go to college they were like i need my bills paid i need i need a way out of baltimore i cannot stay in baltimore any longer um so yeah um i think also an honorable mention People are going to hate me for this, but Dirty Work. You guys can lick my balls. I like Dirty Work. (laughs) I really do. I like all their albums. I'll say that. Except the newer ones, right? Not all of them. Right? It's also Don't Panic. Wake Up Sunshine Sunshine was good. I can't lie on that. It was good. It just was kind of like out of place. It didn't really get a chance because people... If they made that album sooner, people would have liked it. But it kind of died down because they had already died down. But Wake Up Sunshine was a good album. I didn't I even implore, listening to it. I implore <laughs> you to listen to it. Clumsy is a good song. I think that might have been my favorite song off Clumsy? of it. Clumsy? Okay. Yeah, Clumsy was good. Um, Some Kind of Disaster was good too. Um, I liked Monsters and then I played it too much. Um, but yeah, I tried. did listen to Monsters, but that was it. Yeah, at that point, I was I was like out of the old time low fandom. You were already out of the phase. Um, But yeah, it I was out of it, and then listening to that album put me back in, Mm -hmm. and then the scandals took me out again. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, All time low. Um, I how when. How did you find out about All Time Low? That should have been the the icebreaker. Okay. How did yeah, you find out yeah. about them? Tumblr. Um, Tumblr? Yeah, I was... I forgot how, but, like, someone just put them on my dash. Or I followed someone who, like, stand them really hard, and that's how. But it was yeah. through Tumblr. It wasn't something okay. that I found on YouTube or anything. It was through Tumblr. What about you? Okay. So, um, I'm going to tell you our love story. This is, like... <laughs> This is like my first love, honestly. The, the way I talk about them is my first love, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think I've ever been in love with anything or anyone who wasn't toxic or terrible. Right. So, <laughs> I remember it was 2007, so I must have been nine, or yeah, I must have been nine. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to spend so much time watching MTV. I used to just okay. watch MTV. That's why I got into pop punk. Because MTV would always play like Panic at the Disco, um, All Time Low, all those kind of like bands would always be on MTV hits. So I would like mm-hmm. sit and just watch the the music videos. So one summer, they were performing at a um, I believe it was Warped Tour and MTV mm-hmm. or some channel would like recorded their live session or their their set or something. And I heard J.C. Ray for the first time, mm-hmm. 2007, my nine-year-old, I just, I just attached to them. Mm-hmm. I just attached to them immediately. Let's I remember see. it so vividly. Since then, I have been tied to them emotionally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I became a person, I became a fan around Put Up or Shut Up. And okay. I never strayed. Well, I strayed now. But <laughs> until yeah, I've been around for a long time, and I was way too young to be listening to them or watching their <laughs> shit on YouTube. But no one stopped me. So, <laughs> and now I think about it, it's like I was just a little bit older than my nephew Kyrie because mm-hmm. he's eight. So I'm imagining him watching Jack Bearcat on stage talking about blowjobs, <laughs> and. 
it's just not right it ain't right maybe it was 2010 i must have been like maybe 10 no it was probably 2008 i'm sorry i was probably like 10 so were you like yeah like 9 10 yeah. yeah i was really i was really young i've been there i've been in the trenches <laughs> i was there for the get low braces um bracelets <laughs> i was there i i witnessed Jesus. it i was part of it and this is why my parents should have been monitoring my internet usage but they weren't <laughs> but i promise you i was there i promise you i remember it i was nine or ten 100 percent. so yes i know a lot about them i do because i've been around for a long time do you remember what, how old you were when you found out about them i, I must have been like i want to say like 11 or 12 that's when I was yeah. on Tumblr. So, yeah. Yeah. It was pre-Tumblr. And that's how I got on Tumblr. Because mm. I found... Remember they used to have those, like, fuck yeah, all time low. Or, like, those, yeah. those yes, blogs. Yes, that's yes. why I got on Tumblr. But... Mm, that makes sense. I, was, I used to just sit and watch their YouTube videos. And, like, obsess Aww. over them as a child. Aww. Yes. Yes. I was I was in there. And I shouldn't have been. I was too... I was way <laughs> too young. Looking back at it, I was way too young. And why did nobody look at what was on my computer ever? No one did. But yeah, I grew up with them. And yeah, my first love. Absolutely. My first love was Zachary Stephen Merrick. It was, He was. <laughs> I was obsessed with <laughs> So, um, all time well. Um... They are a band, a group of four from Baltimore, mm-hmm. Maryland. Um, they con- It consists of Jack Bearcat, who plays um, guitar, mm-hmm. well, lead guitar, backing vocals, whatever. Um, Ryan Dawson plays drums. Alex Gasgarth um, is lead vocalist, plays rhythm guitar, I think, something like that. And then Zachary Merrick. Um, who is um, the bassist. Mm -hmm. So these four formed a band in 2003, and they are from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, Their band name's taken from a newfound glory song called Head on Collision, and in the chorus it says, it feels like I'm at an all-time low. Um, Yeah, it's a long chorus, and it's just kind of like of all those things. I think they had like a bunch of stupid little names and I guess that's the one that stuck. Yeah. Um but yeah, Alex and Jack they met in middle school, I believe like seventh or eighth grade, and then they met Ryan in high school because they went they all went to the same high school. And I guess they were doing tryouts. And when they were mm-hmm. doing tryouts, um people came from different schools or different places, like whoever I guess saw the fucking flyer. Um, they went and they um well, they went and, like, put the flyers up, and I guess Zach saw it and went and tried out, and he became part of the band. So, they've been together since they were, like, 14, yeah. 15. So, they they go back. They go way back, which is different from a lot of bands and a lot of, like, mm-hmm. musicians because they might have met when they were a little older, but they met, like, pretty young and they they started and they've been at it for ever since. So right now it's been like over twenty years they've been a band, yeah. which is insane, it's crazy. Do you want to add to it? Uh, no, but I will okay. say this. Okay. I think like <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. It's like their meeting and everything was like destiny, you know. Like they. They always talk about how they didn't want to go to college, and they and all four of them were so sure that they didn't yeah. want to go to college, and they just like their band just kicked off. Like they they wrote bangers, they did all of this. It was almost like destiny, and I am so bangers. jealous of that. You know, because it feels like oh, as soon as they met, they found their purpose like that, and it's like I don't know. It just makes me think some things yeah. are meant to be, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, um. Their first album came out. Well, their first EP came out in two thousand three. It mm-hmm. was called um, three, to, three, thing, three, three words to remember in dealing with the end." Um, and it was a banger. It just was. It was pretty good. Can't lie. November 9th of two thousand three, um, when they released their EP, so they were like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, on their blog, they said. What's up, guys? It's about time for another update. We've got two great shows coming up, December 5th at St. John's and December 14th at the Richard 
the Wrecker, the Wrecker Theater. Check the show's section for more details. Be sure to make an appearance. Also, our four-song EP will be available for free within the next week. And merch is on the way. Keep your eyes peeled. In not-so-distant future, we're planning to record our full-length album probably in the beginning of 2004. So heads up on that. Thanks a lot, guys. Keep signing the guest book, Peace, Love, Unity, All Type Blow. So that's their first EP. Um, and it was just good. Like, listening back to their shit, it was just good. Yeah. And you think about, like, a 15-year-old, 16-year-old. Like, I was listening to the party scene, and I was like, wait, mm-hmm. Alex was, like, singing, singing on there. Yeah. Like, Extremely he was talented. Singing, singing. Great songwriter. Great songwriter, great singer. Like, wrote their own shit, did their own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've got, as I've, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more appreciative of musicians and mm-hmm. also, like, looked into how much it takes to create a song. I think because mm-hmm. now I'm friends with like actual musicians and actual artists, I right. see what it takes to write a song and to make a song and to produce a song mm-hmm. as someone and someone in high school doing sh- doing some shit like that is insane. On top of their classes and all of that. Yeah. They were composition. For real. Hustlers. <laughs> but composition in general, that's mm-hmm. like insane. Mm-hmm. And it's just like no one wrote that shit for them. They did that. Like, they did. And I think what's crazy is that, like, we talk about Tyler Carter being a great singer. And yeah. he is. He's an awesome singer. Yeah. But there are times where I hear him and it's not so consistent. Mm-hmm. What I can say about Alex is that he doesn't do all those, like, bells and whistles and crazy shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sing out his vocal range, which is, you can't say for many people. Mm-hmm. But every time you hear him, he's consistent. Like, I've yes. never gone to an all-time live show where he was out of tune or he didn't sound good. He he always sounds like he does on the album. Like, he sounds the same on the record. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he, he never... He, he literally never fucks up. Mm-hmm. And I would rather that than someone who's, like, they get a bad day and it's like, oh, like, why would you write this song and sing out of your vocal range if you yeah. can't sing that every single day? Yeah. But... You gotta give him that. He's an awesome singer, and he he's consistent. If anything, he's consistent. Yes, like he is. So, um, yeah, that was their first EP when they were fucking fifteen, which is insane. And then their first album, the party scene, came out in two thousand five. Crazy, great album, great so album, good. so good. So good. And it's just, like, it's crazy. Um, And that must have been, like, their junior, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And then they just were touring. They say they were touring from, like, I don't know, like, the East Coast. And they would just get in a van. And their parents would, like, drive them to shows. Imagine having white parents. Right? And I think that's part of what made it so so easy yeah, for them. Had they had so white parents. so much freedom. So much freedom, bro. If I asked my mom, hey, can you drive me and my friends to Baltimore so I can go and play in this club? They, she, she'd laugh in my face. <laughs> first of all, I wouldn't even have a band. She'd be like, no. Who are these no. people? Why where are you, are my you house? going? Can I meet their parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's ready this? Like, who is here? I'm just dropping you off here. Exactly. If I saw if I saw a flyer saying, looking for a new band member. And I showed it to my mom and said, hey, can you drive me here? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's in that? Where are you going? What's in this house? What? Where is this? How did you find this flyer? Are they mm-hmm. a kidnapper? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely not. My mom would have said no so hard. So fucking hard. And, um, Yeah. So their parents would, like, support them so heavily. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it. Like, they actually had, um, they actually had musical talents, too. Like, their parents, like, paid for their lessons. Definitely. Um, paid for, like, their, paid for their trips, like, uh, got their equipment and shit. Like, mm-hmm. their parents, like, supported them pretty hard. And they said that they would... They go to this club and come to school the next day smelling like cigarettes and tired yeah. as fuck. And I was just like, y'all didn't fucking bathe. <laughs> They're boys. like, if you, ew, if you would like, you were out last night 
and like not even his 10 minute shower they're boys like you just not did you brush your teeth like i know they were <laughs> yo they were stinking up the classroom is that how they they were like yeah like we'd go out and then come to class smelling like cigarettes and shit and i was like at no point did you like take a shower before bed you just like went to school straight after that's crazy crazy that's actually gross. insane it's pretty they gross. probably thought it made them cool like hey we have a cool we have a band that we're taking off what's that smell actually i was in the club last <laughs> night where we <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so then they get on um i think they graduated they're 10 years older than us so they graduated mm -hmm. high school in 2006, 2006 if we graduated yeah. in 2016 right yeah they graduated high school 2006 immediately got on warp tour mm -hmm. they were on warp tour for a minute when they were on warp tour in 2006 they put out put up or shut up which was their banger. banger banger that's what like really put them on the scene that was their mm -hmm. oh in between party scene put up and shut up they got um signed to hopeless records Put Up or Shut Up was just like re-recordings of things from the party scene. Mm -hmm. And then um, they added Coffee Shop soundtrack and JC Ray to it. What's your thought on Coffee Shop soundtrack? Oh, it's one of my it favorite was, songs. Same. I fucking it was love. Like, it was one of the first ones that I listened to and I loved it. Bitch, I remember the music video. I watched it so many times. <laughs> I watched the music series so many times. Like I can even recite what happens from memory. I could write it down. <laughs> It's ingrained in your mind. It's ingrained in my mind. When I tell you, it's like a part of me. It is. And I hate that. <laughs> so so when the, when the shit actually went down, it broke mm -hmm. my heart. My heart was so broken because I was like, "What? It, there's nothing left to my personality now. <laughs> there's nothing left to me. <laughs> um, so basically, they did that. They toured on it a little bit. Um... And um, then they made So Wrong Is Right in 2007. That was their first studio album for, like, yeah, that was their first studio album that was produced mm -hmm. under Hopeless Records. So what sucks is that you were not able to find the party scene or um, three words on any mm -hmm. streaming platform. You have to actually look for it on YouTube, which is like, boo, get it on fucking streaming <laughs> services. Re record it. Do pull a fucking Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. They actually they actually probably will not. Um they did a tour called um My Small Package Tour. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Probably not. I'm crazy. So <laughs> basically they did a, a tour where called My Small Package Tour. They played like small clubs and they played shit from like the party scene mm -hmm. and put up or shut up like way, way early shit mm -hmm. to like, you know, reminisce. And they played, they played Circle so many times. At the end of it, they started like, they changed it to another song because they couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> but I was like, fuck, I really, I, but I was too young when it, when they were doing it. I believe that was like 2010. I must have been like 12. Mm -hmm. I begged my parents. They said no. <laughs> um. So the thing is that when they released um, So Wrong It's Right, it was received pretty well. Um, it was 167 on the J Japan Albums Chart. Nice. Um, it reached 62 on the U.S. Billboard 200. Um, 12 on U.S. Billboard Alternative Albums. 20 on U.S. Billboard Digital Albums. 16. No, actually 6. Sorry, 6 on Billboard Independent Albums. And... Um, 14 on U.S. Billboard Top Rock Albums 2007. And it is certified silver in the U.K. and certified gold in the U.S. So that, as your first studio album, is insane. It's insane. Talent. Um, pure talent. Pure talent. So off So Wrong, It's Right, what was your favorite? Off of So Wrong, It's Right. Uh, I want to say... Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, while you're thinking about it, um, I just remembered that Popping Champagne, that's a music video I probably saw more than Coffee Shop soundtrack. 
and it's one of the worst music videos ever made if you can find pop it's and really bad yeah i yeah. love it i love it i one thing one thing about me is i love trash tv i love anything trash i love trashy mm -hmm. give me a trashiest thing you can find and i will eat that shit up trust me that music video i used to have my friends come over and i'd play it for them and really? i'm like yes <laughs> what they say they'd just be in awe and i'd be oh. laughing <laughs> but i i actually didn't have many friends um so mm -hmm. the two friends i had they were like yeah like i'm going to this weird bitch's house like she's gonna be <laughs> gonna force us to listen to all time she's gonna low. force me to listen to all time low um but yeah that was so off of so wrong it's right i listened to it the other day and what's creepy about it is that i played so wrong it's right nothing mm -hmm. personal and don't mm -hmm. panic back to back on my vinyls mm -hmm. and there wasn't a song i didn't know the words to like i i just like met like well they're all bangers what i'm saying that i like most of their um, up until don't so, panic like the old bangers yeah so um most uh so i guess my favorite off so wrong it's right i can't pick one like i'm looking at the track list right now and i can't pick one like i like six feet under stars i like holly i like dear maria remembering sunday popping champagne and stay awake like i can't just pick one Okay, my favorite one is Stay Awake. Okay, yeah. Stay, Stay Awake, Awake is good. It, uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to go with Holly. Holly's good. Um, I think Stay Awake is awesome. Yeah, it's really um, good. Also Vegas. Vegas, mm hmm Nobody talks about Vegas. I would have married you in Vegas had you given me the chance to say I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just like they had so much to them like comparing them to other people would be like comparing them to actual like composers like mm -hmm. these this is an album they put out when they were fucking 18 and i literally couldn't rewatch. Really they the... just had like the, like the perfect pop punk formula like they perfected it i'll say that like they were just yeah like... they did and for that period, that that era of pop punk, they just did it so well. Yeah, they did. They did. And it's just like when they started experimenting, oh my God. I was so upset. I was pissed. I was like, okay, <laughs> a couple episodes ago, I was like, you you know, artists can experiment and they can do things differently and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, you can experiment. You can experiment. You can do things differently. But once it gets weird, once it gets disgusting and mm -hmm. unnecessary, that's mm -hmm. the problem. Yeah. Keep that passion project to yourself. Do yeah. a side project. <laughs> because like you can experiment with different things and add that, but keep your sound. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I meant. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> but yeah, once they started experimenting and doing unnecessary things, like, you could tell that they were trying to get a song on the radio. Yes. And they didn't get a song into the radio until Monsters. And that was, like, what, almost 20 years into their career? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing with this music genre. That's It's not going to play on the radios. Nope, it's not. It's all about, like, your fans caring about you your fans yeah. going to ride or die for you at every single concert that's where you're making your money you're not making your money yeah. off radio that's just not gonna happen which is unfortunate and, but it's like it's not the, the early 2000s anymore yeah it's 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 different now which sucks it's different you know? it sucks but that's how it is um but yeah i think that album like really solidified them as musicians and them as like you know who they are yeah, I did. so people so wrong it's right is such a good album to look at and it's so weird because they're so goofy and they're so crazy mm -hmm. and re-watching <laughs> like their their um their old videos and so and straight to dvd we'll mm -hmm. get to that um straight to dvd and like they're they're like stupid little videos it's like teenage boy humor you know mm -hmm. yes and it was just like how the fuck did they write this do you really have a ghostwriter you uh 
I don't think they do. I don't think they do. And I don't think they, they did. It was like, I don't know, explain. You know what it thing. is? I think men just have certain things in their brain. Like, <laughs> men have certain, like, you know, men are, they have like, most of the time they're stupid, but they can be really smart at specific things. Yeah. When it's, when it's you know ne- I mean? like necessary, when it's needed, they're like, when they like needed. shift. They yeah. Shift my mom tells my dad all the time. Mm-hmm. My mom tells my dad all the time, like, if people didn't know you, they wouldn't, they would think you're stupid. <laughs> but you're one of the smart she was like you're one of the smartest people i know but if people didn't know you they mm-hmm. would think there's something wrong with you <laughs> and i think that's what it is i think men just like they're good at certain things but they're not they don't carry their intelligence to other things but if you watch straight to dvd and you actually pay attention to the songwriting and the composition of the albums they put out mm-hmm. you're like who the fuck how did they fucking do yeah. that yeah um but yeah, it was, they're actually very talented musicians. I mean, you can't you can't take that away from them. And it's just it's insane. It it is insane. And um, yeah, so that was so wrong. It's right. That was their like kind of debut album. While they started touring more and getting more attention, their crew members became just as popular as the boys. So they were, especially Matt Flyzik. Matt Flyzik was seen as like the fifth member of the band. Mm-hmm. And for a while, if anyone asked me who my favorite member of all time was, it was Matt Flyzik. I love that man. To this day, I love that man. I still follow him on Instagram. And I just wish him nothing but the best. He's so like unproblematic. And he's aged really well. Unproblematic white people age like 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 wonderfully but the ones the ones that are problematic the the crazy ones they age like shit but yeah he he literally looks the same way he did when he's 25 like maybe a little bit of wrinkles but he literally looks good mm-hmm. and he's gonna be like he's probably gonna be like 30 40. like 39 40 that's crazy but he's having a baby. I'm so excited yeah, for him. He's he's just like so I love him. I do. And I think I like I feel so close to him because he likes Mickey Mouse shit. I like Mickey Mouse shit. But then I we watched S C D and yeah, S C D. They call it S C D and you know the straight to D V D runs for sixty nine minutes. Like, mm-hmm. come on, be fucking real. But anyways <laughs> Um I saw we bought we looked at like screenshots from mm-hmm. Great to DVD of Matt Flyzig's house, and we were like, "Imagine you went to a nigga's crib, and that was, <laughs> and that was just what it looked like." You turn your head, and it, that's just like there's just a couch full of like Mickey Mouse's Mickey on Mouse. top of each other. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, <laughs> that's a lot." Like. That was a lot. And that's what he was really known for. But he was also known for being, like, the tour manager and being really nice to the fans and having his little tour manager speech. Um, I'll even put the... I'll record the tour manager speech and put it right here. And this one for three minutes, then we'll go downstairs and get started. <laughs> Welcome to the All-Time Love Hustler Club meet and greet. Please raise your hand if you have not done an All-Time Love meet and greet before. Oh, awesome. Please raise your hand if you have done an All-Time Love meet and greet before. Please raise your hand if you're filming me doing this right now. <laughs> Got it. Um, this is how things are going to go for these, those of you who have not done this before. For the next 30 minutes, we're going to go downstairs and hang out with All Time Low. There are no tables, no lines, no stools. There are no rules. You can get autographs with the band. You can get pictures. You can hold their hand. You can give them a hug. Please do whatever you want the band. Just don't do anything inappropriate. Or anything to hurt the band or I'll kick you out.
People love Flyzik. I loved Flyzik, and then he left. And I remember when he left because I took a shower, and I was like thinking about him for some reason. I came out and I went on Tumblr. I was like, I went in the Matt Flyzik tag, and I everybody was like losing their shit. And he tweeted Matt Flyzik off radio, and I was like, no. <laughs> I lost it. I was I was so pissed about it. Um, yeah, and there was like this video these girls got together, and they were like, "Everybody gets ten seconds to talk about Flyzik, and we're gonna send it to him." And Did I was you a part do of it? it. I was a part of it. And no, I don't have the link to it. Don't fucking ask me for it. I'm not gonna. Okay, give well, it to I'll, you I'll find it. I'll you, find you're it. not gonna find it. You're not gonna find it. And I was the only black one, and they fucking cut me. They cut my they cut my thing off. They they did. Well, they, like, everybody else got to finish their sentence in the video, and they cut mine short. <laughs> well, it was 10 <laughs> These seconds. These white bitches, white bitches. If it was, if they told me 10 seconds, and I, I went for 11, who gives a shit? They do. <laughs> okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but I remember I had a Mickey Mouse phone case, and I put it up, and I was like, we're the same. <laughs> oh, my God. How old were you when this happened? Like fifteen, okay. Um, okay. but yeah. So there's Blazek. Um, he was a tour manager. Um, Greco, I believe he was a drum tech. There's Jeff, who's lights. Jeff Maker, he's lights. Um, I think yeah, I think he's doing lights for them. Um, Kalusi was assistant tour manager. I put a star because they were so famous that. These girls found out that he was getting married. I guess he like announced he was getting married. And because he's not famous, he didn't I don't think he cared to like about mentioning it or where it was or something right. like that. And these bitches went and fucking crashed his wedding so that they can meet all time low and take pictures with them and shit. <laughs> and I think it's such like an insane It's such an insane violation of someone's privacy I, Again, yes like Rocky, we, we, of course like we talked on the on the last episode they crossed the line but there was consistently violations of privacy when it came to their crew to Alton Low and I think in retrospect as an adult I look at that shit and I can see like how well they handle it considering you know yeah I think if someone like, I don't know. I think they were, these girls were so obsessed with them, like, so obsessed. I was obsessed, but I was on like the the lighter end. <laughs> right. I was on. I was on the far lighter end. I just knew a lot of facts because I watched their documentaries and I watched their fucking interviews. You I didn't were know. a fan girl. You weren't a crazy fan girl. Yeah, I didn't know where, like, they were hosting their weddings and shit. Yeah, That's yeah. insane. I didn't even think about it. I, I probably knew they were getting married because I followed them, and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. cool, he's getting married. But it wasn't like a, yeah, I know where he's, I know where the venue is. Let's go over there and say hi to them. Like, that's insane. That's actually insane. So, basically, these, um, these girls went to this wedding and they pretended to be the cousin of the bride or something like that. Right. And they crashed it. And it kind of like, I kind of feel for them because I'm like, if I'm having the happiest fucking day of my life, I'm getting married, dreamt of getting married my whole life. My family's here, my friends are here. And these girls who are obsessed with the, the men that my husband works for crashed my wedding and I'm not even fucking involved with it like I understand if I was the if I was like Lisa Alex's mm -hmm. wife and people like girls crashed it and found out found it out because it's my husband's band fine mm -hmm. like I'd be pissed but like I'd be super pissed if it was these girls who if my, he's just the assistant tour manager like nobody should know him nobody should know that I'm getting married like how the fuck do people know this yeah. So, and it's also these fucking girls, their fucking parents drove them there, or like they weren't old enough to drive, I'm pretty sure. Like, 
who the fuck allowed this? Pa- and white, did- right? They were white, right? White parents, right? There you go. They don't. They don't ask questions. Or maybe like a big sister or brother or something. The mm. fact that that was like even enabled at all is so crazy to me. Like, and when you got there, my thing is like, when you got there, what were you gonna say to them? You know what okay. I mean? <laughs> when you got there and you saw them, what were you going to say to them? Hey, I snuck into your friend's wedding so because I knew you would probably be here. What if they couldn't make it to the wedding? Now you're at some <laughs> boring reception watching this girl dance with her grandma. Like, you guys are They would have been insane. kicked out, even if they weren't there. Yeah. So, I... That was that was insane to me. Um, also, there was... So, there was Evan, who did sound. Ian Planet. I think I'm the only person who remembers him. I, I loved him. I thought he was so cool. Yeah, you, you are. You are. I'm the only person who cared about him. Because he used to make these playlists every month, and I got, like, a lot of new music from just listening to his playlists. I thought he was cool. But <laughs> nobody else did. <laughs> nobody knew who the fuck he was. Um... But then there was Nano, who was on um, mm-hmm. Jack's Guitar Tech. Um, mm-hmm. They also lived together for a while. Um, then there was Adam Almachias. Oh, Vinny. Vinny Vegas merch. Yes. I, I love me some Vinny Vegas. I love Vinny. I love him. He's just so cool. He's so, like, cool. So unproblematic. Um, I just love him. I think he's hilarious. There's Danny Curley who also was their um, guitar tech. Um, those people were, like, long-term touring people with them. Mm-hmm. Then there was also Adam Almancaius, who took photos for, like, a lot of the bands. He was just a photographer for all of them. And I have a picture with him somewhere. No, I will not send it to you. No, you cannot see it. <laughs> and I feel so bad about how I did it, because I was such a fangirl, And, I mean, I was a teenage girl. I think I was, like, 16, maybe 17 Mm -hmm. when I met him. And I had left the concert, and he was there, and he was talking to someone. And Mm -hmm. I just, like, I was just so excited. I was like, oh, my God, it's Adam. And (sighs) he was was like, oh, just give me a second. And he said bye to the guy. Mm -hmm. And then he talks to me for a second. Like, he talked to me, but I was like, I was like, that was so fucking rude to interrupt his conversation, like, now I'm older, I'm like, oh my god, why would he fucking do that? He was you were a away. kid. That's the thing. You <laughs> to be so be, be easier on yourself. You were a kid. Can so you know kids don't think like what? They don't think. Yeah, oh. it's yeah. I was just like, oh my god, it's you. Yeah. Real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so nice to me. He took a picture with me. It was cool. We both had big eyes, so it was kind of funny. We, kind, <laughs> we both kind of looked like aliens. All honestly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was cool. Um, and then, yeah, it was, it was awesome, but I can't name you another band or another artist that people know all the crew members for. Yeah, because other bands don't feature them in their content. Yeah, that's true. They're just in the background, but all time low, it was like a family, so they were there. They were were definitely family. In SCD, so yeah, all of them. They all got like a little segment too. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they would always yes. be in like the podcasts mm-hmm. that they had, and they would just always talk about them or be with them. And yeah. everyone that has ever toured with All Time Low, they always say that they were like good guys and always nice to everybody mm-hmm. and treated everybody like family and shit. Which and, makes sense, right? And it makes sense. And that's why I was so jarred and so brokenhearted when I when all this shit came out because it was just mm-hmm. like these guys they were so nice to everybody they were so cool and um so another example of them being nice to people and cool is when they got banned from fucking Six Flags let's talk about okay. it yes, so yes, I I don't know if I'm like one of the few people who remember this. But I remember they couldn't talk about it because it was like an ongoing legal case. <laughs> but they were playing um, some shows at the Six Flags in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And the security maced a bunch of their fans. Jesus. Like fucking maced these little girls. Remember, these little girls are like my age. They're like small. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this was 
when was this 2010 yeah so the bitches yeah. were like 12 and um they were macing the fans on stage and basically alex like cursed out the fucking security, security guards and he like disrespected six flags and you're not supposed to curse at six flags that's like one of the things no it's like it's written there like when you go there it says that like no i've never cursing. been i've never, You've never been. been to six Flags. no, no that's like oh it's like a family theme park they don't want you cussing on the grounds like that's a rule. so i don't get it so if you cuss they kick you out yes what are they gonna what do you mean <laughs> do they have like like people that's a rule so they have people undercover so if you cuss they just kick you out no <laughs> i'm pretty sure if you like cuss like speaking to somebody fine but like you can't yell curse what words yeah it's like a thing okay. so like That's it's so a family weird. theme park and i guess mm -hmm. because he had the the this says the this article that we're reading um is from the music australia <laughs> and it says the way they say it is leading to a war of words between the musical <laughs> acts and six flags Basically, they got banned from Six Flags because they were disrespectful to security and also <laughs> cussed on stage and, like, made a scene. But the thing is that Alex always stood up for what was right. And that's why yeah. I loved him so much. Yeah. Like, I really did love him. Because if anybody was getting mace or anybody was getting hurt, he would step in and be like, no, 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 yeah. no the fuck you're not. Fuck that. Yeah. Every time I've been in a concert... He would be at the barricade being like, are you okay? Are you okay? Do mm -hmm. you need water? Do you need this? Do you need that? Like, he was always, always, always kind to everybody. So, I was, so when they got banned from Six Flags, I thought it was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I was, I genuinely was so fucking, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, they would only really get in trouble for like, either like, fucking being like being inappropriate or making teenage boy jokes <laughs> and honestly i think a lot of it was just teenage boy jokes it was all like fucking dick jokes and blowjobs yeah. and yeah. like but they were never like too like what i saw like they were never like super offensive mm -hmm. i think it was just offensive considering the fan base mm -hmm. you know what i mean but they never really did anything like yeah like it, it was just like like, it wasn't, like, fucking Shane Dawson. Like, they weren't putting on fucking blackface and, like, saying racist shit. Mm -hmm. Like, they were ne they were never racist, never homophobic, never anything. You know what I mean? It yes. was just, like, it was just fucking crazy. I, I, like, I can see why now they're canceled, but I feel like it's also kind of, like, that's, that's what they were doing at the time. That's what they were known for. That's how they got mm -hmm. famous from being mm -hmm. like this. But, um... Their next album after So Wrong is Right it was Nothing Personal. Nothing yeah. Personal also did really fucking well. So it was number one on U.S. alternative albums, U.S. independent albums, and U.S. rock albums, and number three on U.S. digital albums. Mm -hmm. um, it peaks at 38 on the U.S. well, in the year-end chart. Mm -hmm. 38 at the end of the year on u.s alternative albums and 50 mm -hmm. on top rock albums it um is certified gold in the united kingdom and the united states and it also charted in australia canada um it says dutch albums chart where, where's dutch <laughs> what do you mean where's dutch netherlands netherlands the dutch is netherlands correct right yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, they charted in Japan, Sweden, UK. So they like the this album did very well, um, mm -hmm. all together, and it was a good album. Um, I what's your favorite song off of? I Nothing say weightless. Personal? Oh yeah, weightless. you already said weightless. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, uh probably, probably sick little games. Mm, that's a good one that's a good one or or too much it's like picking children but i think those two are my favorite maybe because they weren't overplayed i feel like weightless was overplayed it so was like i'm it like was over like, it like their single right yeah it, it was, was their single, single. Mm -hmm. yeah my after, after nothing oh god i was gonna say that that uh probably stella is my second favorite of the album yeah stella's good too stella's awesome um so after that um they did a 
um, they did a live DVD called Straight to DVD. STD. And STD. 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 So Straight to DVD was, um, <laughs> it was kind of like a biographical slash live mm -hmm. show kind of thing. So it told you all the things they went through, mm -hmm. um, getting through, like go going from high school to um, where they were at that point in time. Yeah. And um, it was, it pretty much t gave you a look into their lives. And then on top of that, um, it was a live, sh it was a live um, DVD and it was pretty good as well. It yeah. is good. It's pretty good. So straight to DVD, we try to rewatch that shit. And I remember we cringed through the whole thing. Yeah. It was so it was cringy. pretty cringy. It was really cringy. But again, they were teenage boys. I hate teenage boys. I think teenage boys should be banned from society. They should be, teenage boys should only hang out with each other in closed environments. They should not be allowed <laughs> in public. They, they they're need to a be menace. Their, they're menaces to society. Mm -hmm. Teenage boys, man. Oh my God. Men shouldn't be allowed out the house until they're 25. Yes, I agree. Oh my <laughs> totally God, I agree. Lock them up. Only let them out to go to work or school. Mm-hmm. And even then, the school should be segregated. School right? should be... Just keep them all in one place. Keep them know. all away. There, there was um this tweet that was like, men should be born in jail and work their way <laughs> yes. out. Yes, I saw that. Just, they should be born in jail and work their way out. Because even um during during the pandemic, during like like mm -hmm. they had um they would like live stream from time to time. And yeah. they had a live stream where they rewatched STD. Mm -hmm. And they were cringing too. And they were like, oh my god, this joke aged like milk. Oh my god, this is so bad. I can't <laughs> say that. What the fuck? And so much of it got cut out too. I remember yeah. it used to be longer. They cut out a lot of shit. The one yeah. you can find now is not the one that came out. Yeah. It is not the one that came out, honey. They revisioned history. Bring it yeah. back. Bring back the full version. <laughs> I could probably find the full version. I think I probably bought it. It might be on iTunes. I'm sure somewhere. you did. Oh, I probably did. Oh, I buy. I had my mom buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he was considered the fifth band member. Is he would be on stage as well. So he would sing and play guitar while the boys would like dick around. On top of being a tour manager. So he wore he many hats. He wore many, many hats. So apparently when they first started touring, he was like their everything. So he used to do Oh, everything. I'm sure. I'm sure. He was their slave. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, like we need someone to do backup and like um, do all these things so it doesn't mm -hmm. take away from our performance. So we can like walk around and shit. And Isaac was hold like, on, yeah, sure, hold on. The, the hold on. The boy's talking to me. I don't know what he wants. ¿Qué pasó, Rocky? What are you... Hold on. I will leave parts of her speaking to her dog on this because it's so funny. He misbehaves and she's like, oh, que pasa, Rokito? Oh, my baby. He also had a band um, called Underscore. Yes. Really um, good band. Very good. Um, I listened to a, um interview that he did a couple years ago and mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, I had a band and yeah, nobody needs to talk about it because it was him <laughs> and somebody else and they were like he has like an awesome voice he's an amazing singer and he was like i'm not that great and also i had like a stupid band in high school like it's not that serious and i was like no he was he kind of ate <laughs> he kind of ate he did. and he i was did. i was watching on youtube and i was like should i put the link to this thing but i was like no let me not embarrass this man Oh my god, I would. It's really good. It is good. I can send you a link to that um thing because I think it was Adam and Elmakai. So he had a podcast for mm -hmm. a little bit. Okay. And he yeah. had it was like he told the day in the life of a person on tour. So mm -hmm. he Matt did like the tour manager episode. I uh, got it. Got it. 
so yeah it was it was just great um it could have all been so simple um <laughs> could have all been so simple but yeah he um he was great um and he was considered the fifth member and it was shown how much he worked and when mm-hmm. they were talking about it um when they used to have their live streams um i think zach's parents came on mm-hmm. and zach's parents were like oh, i remember so his name so his name is matt Flyzik, but his government is james yes so zach's parents were like i remember i remember james was touring with you guys and i was like why is he here is he just here to buy you guys liquor <laughs> and i was like honestly yeah like he was just like what two yeah. years older than mom yeah he was just like in charge he was like whipped them and was like all right come on let's get in the bus like they were like what is he in charge of <laughs> like why is he here so um it was it was all cool and they also had a fan club called the hustlers club yeah um and it was named after that girl's a straight up hustler which mm-hmm. is one of their songs mm-hmm. and they've changed it to um to future hearts future hearts club because they were like oh let's not call people hustlers <laughs> Ooh. and it was they were like it doesn't re- it it was part of that like pc campaign of them changing and like yeah, yeah. them becoming better people and shit and i'm like i don't think people are mad about the hustler club like yeah, i, I don't think that's an issue the issue that's the, of the issue that's the least of the issues that have occurred okay um so yeah they there was a hustler club and basically from it it was like you would just pay like ten dollars a year and you would get like you would be able to buy certain things so you didn't even get anything for free you mm-hmm. would just be able to see like pre-sales and like get into like vip shit and meet and greets yeah. and shit and you know me i'm not paying for a fucking meet and greet <laughs> you know me i'm gonna see that nigga outside the show i'm gonna dap him up there i next don't bus. To, i yeah next to the bus they're gonna be walking down the street anyways i met zach on the street <laughs> i said what's up to him <laughs> i was so nervous too i was like hi how um, big was he what do you mean how big was he like He's wide. A human being. like why <laughs> like why yeah i don't know i didn't measure his back oh my god <laughs> like he looked he looks like how you looking in pictures okay okay because you're like just stalking <laughs> I'm not four feet tall. He's probably like you mean like height, like height, yeah, height and build. I don't know. He's probably like around six foot. You know, muscular okay. build, white man, tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're all pretty tall. Like I think yeah, they're all are. around six feet. Yeah, they're all around six feet. Basically, the Hustler Club was all where they had like a separate app, I think, on on iPhone too. Mm-hmm. It was like they it was like exclusive status to be in the in the fucking Hustlers Club. So, yeah, I'm surprised that you didn't join. Like I What's was running up on this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> your mom. No, well. <laughs> Well, honestly, the Hustler Club never really appealed to me because I was like, why join the Hustler Club if I have Tumblr? And I'm not going to go to that meet and greet. Like, the fa- I, I can go, I can be out of pocket on Tumblr. There's no moderators on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> but the Hustler Club, it wasn't like, it was like, they got much from it. Like, you weren't getting, you weren't even getting free shit. You just got access to the shit that they were releasing. You got access to an overpriced t-shirt. Yeah, that was basically it. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they had, like, better management and PR, (laughs) they would have been so much better. But they just did their own fucking mindset. most of these bands. Yeah. But them specifically, because they're actually mm-hmm. good. Yeah, true. Like, if they got, like, actual people to, like, be like, alright, we all it in. Delete that MySpace video, please and thanks. <laughs> but everybody was the same age, so everybody was, like, fucking yeah. 20. So nobody was, they, they were Had probably people who were like, yeah. 
Yeah, there was no one with real experience. They were all dumb. They were all doing dumb shit. So, yeah. But this is, like, the first um, few years we're going to do because we're splitting it up mm-hmm. into three. This is from 2003 to 2010. So mm-hmm. this is just, like, their early days, how they started, you know. In the next episode, we're going to get more in-depth about, like, their rise to fame and their peak and shit like that. And last episode, we're going to kind of do, like, their downfall, where they are yeah. now, all that shit. Is there anything about Ultimo that, like, you want to talk about specifically? No. Um, I think we probably covered um, what we need to. Maybe in the next episode, yes, but not now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to give anything away. But, yeah, this is, um, yeah, this is going to be a little short. Mm-hmm. simply because we're splitting it into three and we're not going to do three uh, two-hour episodes yeah but yeah i think oh i wish things just stayed like this man me too it yeah everything's so complicated everything's so complicated but um yeah so we're gonna have the links to the articles mm-hmm. links to um their albums if like on youtube mm-hmm. so the ep the first ep party scene check it out um we'll have the link to matt fly's expand yes yes we will and we'll see you next time around all right bye guys all right. bye see you next time love ya <laughs>